All right, this episode is going to be weird. I think I say it's going to be weird, but we decided to do a sports one because one, sports is a huge genre and freaking any like medium, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of tropes to go into sports, whatever. Um, it's a manga this time. We're doing a manga. I learned of this manga from a very popular uh, YouTuber, um, Super Eyepatch Wolf. Uh, made a fantastic video. So you know, I we're gonna give it our take. Uh, it's a manga, Teppu. It's a mixed martial arts, uh, female focused manga written by I don't know the author, but I really like the manga. So maybe. Oh, okay. So Iron Wind, right, right. The the name translates to Iron Wind. Author is Otha Moore or Moore Otha. Moare Otha. Yeah, something, something like that. Um, other stuff that this author has done, they have three. Teppu seems to be their most well known, uh, and I think they have a spin off of some other series. Point is, I love Teppu. Uh, it's very short. It's about how many chapters to kill you? Thirty three chapters. Um, so it's really short yeah but the chapters are pretty long yeah it's uh it was from a monthly series station so it's like 40 ish around it's that's usually the ballpark for a monthly series um eight volumes i and i once considered buying the volumes on ebay and never got around to it because i can't convince myself to just purchase them one because they're in a language i can't read because uh, <laughs> they never got an english translation over at the west so i'm just stuck here thinking should i get it just because i really like it i don't know if it's worth it it's not that it's not that expensive but point is i think the story is really cool because the protagonist is kind of a kind of a pause if i'm if i'm being honest they 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 need therapy kind of a prick kind of a prick they need 100% therapy and if like you would have to describe what they are like you know but the story that we're following they're the they're the haughty rival that you would usually find in a you know generic um sports anime right the rival that's kind of an asshole although then you learn like their story and it turns out you know what they're not they're not the worst right they're just people but uh they're you know the author right decides to take this approach and we follow the um which would generally, you know, be the antagonist in a different series, but we follow their perspective and see, like, you know, how they end up taking up, taking up this new sport of theirs, right? Um, there's a lot of themes that go into this, right? One of the ideas, like, what makes a prodigy? What what's talent? Like, um, your innate ability when you're born, right? The kind of body that you're born with. Something that's made very evident is that the protagonist, which is um, Natsu or Ishiro, they're like six feet tall around there, like. And a woman, and like that naturally gives them a huge advantage in a lot of things. One, they're like, they were like in a volleyball club, right? And she just didn't even try because it's just so easy for her currently at the current level. But, um, and I love something else that I mean, I'm jumping all over the place, right? But something else that I really like that the author does is the author addresses this whole idea of like a person who gets it really easy is eventually going to hit a wall, right? But, and we know that, like, or like we feel that, and like people keep mentioning that, like, for example, some of the more um, experienced characters that later appear in the series, for like uh, a really famous MMA uh, boxer that's like in the background, some guy named Mario, which is like the parent of the um, of the general of the who should who should actually be the protagonist in a gen, in a generic actual uh, manga, a sports manga. Um, he makes a note that you know this person's gonna hit a wall, but the thing is that we and we later learn that Ishido wants to get up get to the point where she hits this wall. Because then it just shatters her entire conviction or her entire uh, persona, and she wants to be broken down because she kind of she doesn't like the person that she is, which is very relatable. You know what it kind of you know what it kind of reminds me of in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, have you watched the anime Slam Dunk or read it? 
Oh my god, I love Slam Dunk. It's yeah, it's it's very much like that in the sense of like uh the main the main character Sakuragi, he's like he's like really talented and he has a, not, a lot of natural talent, but he like literally does not he straight up for the first 52 episodes of the show, the man does not how to not does not know how to shoot a basketball. And like a lot of people complain about that or like get mad about that, but me personally, I actually think it's like really perfect cuz it shows like even though he has a lot of natural talent, the dude is like what six one, six two. He's like really athletic. He's strong. Like he's he's like your atypical power forward, basically. He he's he doesn't really know how to play the game, and because of that, he hits like a very natural wall of. There is a point where my natural athletic ability or my natural abilities can only get me so far, but to actually hone my craft, I actually have to practice. I have to like put in the work, the time, the effort into getting better. It actually was very, very strongly reminded me of that, which I really, really liked. Um, because it was, unlike uh, shows like, I, I wanna say, um, I mean, Haikyuu falls into this pit. I love Haikyuu, like I love Haikyuu, but it does follow into this. And then same with uh, the other basketball show. Um, why am I forgetting? Kuroko, Kuroko in a basket. That was wild. <laughs> that, that wasn't, that wasn't a basketball show. That was a su- that was a superhero show. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> no sense. You watch or you read Kuroko for the experience of what <laughs> Kuroko is, not because it's like a generally one to one sports uh, comparison to you know IRL sports. It's just it's beautiful in its own way. Literally, exactly, and like um, I think I think one of the one of the most beautiful things I think in this and this show and otherwise is that there is or I'm sorry, this manga and in shows like Slam Dunk, there is like a natural progression of the prota- the protagonist that we follow, not the main character, but the protagonist that we follow or we see the eyes from kind of develop into a better kind of player through hard work, skill, and actual um, growth versus just being naturally talented and just like, Fucking being being like the best person ever, and then like walking in and just dominating everything. Like they weren't like that, and I actually really really enjoy that because it's very it's very characteristic of what it's actually like being in a sport. For example, I I personally play ultimate frisbee, and I'm not I'm nowhere near like at the top level, nor am I good. I'm actually trying out for a club team hopefully soon, and um, for 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 example, like for me to do one, th- there was a very specific throw that I learned. It took me, and I'm not even joking, the better part of about six months to learn that one throw. Just that one throw, it took me six months to learn. So, like, when I see stuff like this, like, for example, in Slam Dunk, or, for example, in um, Tepu, where you actually see the character, like, have to, like, hit a brick wall and, like, learn these skills actively to become better, it's very relatable. Like, as an athlete, but otherwise, like, if you have ever participated in any kind of athletics, it's, like, very, it's a lot more realistic, which I like, so. Yeah. I also really, I also really enjoy the perspective of Natsu that they want to hit this fuck, they want to hit the wall because up until this point in their life, it feels like everything was given to them, and she doesn't like that. Some people envy that, obviously, right? Because they're thinking, I wish, I wish I, I had her body. I wish I had her sense, her sixth sense, able to pick up these skills so quickly. But she hates that. Um, she hates it because in the exact opposite spectrum, you see another aspect of sports, right? Starting from zero and then getting to wherever you are it's all you 
it was and at the end of the day no one can take that away from you and something that happens during the entire process of that and something that she sees it and this is actually reflected from one of from one of the lines that she ends up saying or she ends up repeating a couple of times she says i hate people that have it all which is very ironic because in the perspective of a lot of bystanders right especially the people in her volleyball club it looks like she has it all she has everything that others other people won't want. But in reality, she wants what the main character wants, right? What Yuzuko wants, which is starting from zero and then developing these skills. Because in the process of that, she ends up making friends. And these are lifetime friends. And like, effectively, she's healthy. But at the same time, she also knows it's it's really strange because she knows the kind of person that Yuzu, Yuzuko is. Because Yuzuko is an, an exceptional monster at this game. At the sport, rather, at the, um, is it Muay Thai or, or just MMA, right? Yeah, MMA encompasses, like, Muay Thai, kickboxing, a lot of different stuff. Because they mentioned Muay Thai early on, um, but some of the moves that they were doing and some of their stances weren't, they were and were not Muay Thai. Um, and this is coming from someone who actually does Muay Thai. So, it, 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 it's a mix of both. Uh, but MMA is a better way to put it. Um, it's definitely MMA fighting. I do have to admit that the author did a good amount of research when it comes to the martial arts. It seems that, from what I've heard, it's very accurate to how the actual art is done, especially when they're going about and talking about the different, like, the pivots that you need to do to counter certain moves and whatnot. That's um, that's one-to-one. That's solid. In addition to the extra solid storytelling, it makes for a very, very great MMA series. And yeah, it's, very, it's very compelling, for sure. I actually really like that aspect, too, because... Uh... I grew up doing Taekwondo, and now I'm currently doing Muay Thai, and hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, we'll one day be able to do beginner fights, but that might not be for some time. But that aside, it's pr- it's fairly accurate, and I was really surprised by that, and then the way they were like kicking in everything is like kind of incredible. Um, one of the things I will mention um, that I think people will be off-put by, and I, like before I get into it, because we're, we're pretty much entering spoiler, spoiler territory now. Um, if you haven't read it, please do. It's pretty good. Uh, I have my opinions on it. Francisco has his opinions on it. But I think overall it's definitely worth the read. So please feel free to read it. Support the author. Um, so just a disclaimer. Uh, but if you have already read it or you just want to hear our opinions, please stay. We'd love to have you as usual. Uh, but that, with that being said, uh, one of the things that I thought was really cool and fairly accurate was in the first three chapters... I, no, it was actually in the fir- literally the first chapter. Um, from what I remember, I was like... Because I was going through some of the old... The, some scenes I enjoyed. And one of them was when the girl... When the small girl... I forgot her name. She goes the up and she kicks... Character? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the main character, yeah. She goes up and kicks, kicks up. And then her nose starts bleeding. But that's just from like a graze. That's like... Very, very like realistic. That can actually happen. Was it um not it was, or yeah, it was it was the it was the mean girl on the POS. <laughs> protagonist. <laughs> the protagonist. Uh but that that was actually super accurate. And I think it's pretty cool because um Um MMA and they do mention Muay Thai and stuff like that is actually considered one of the most brutal sports in like sports. Uh, in fact, it's banned by the Olympics because of how dangerous it's deemed to be. Like, specifically Muay Thai, but MMA in general is, is not, it's not a safe sport. Like, like, one of the things, um, there's an MMA fighter that I enjoy watching clips of, and one of the things he said was, I, I, 
this 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 line just gets to me. I think it's one of the one of the sickest lines I've ever heard, but it's also one of the scariest. And I think this is a really good example of how dangerous the sport is. Is um he said that when he goes in the ring, he's prepared to die because if he's not, he's not willing to kill his opponent. And like that's pretty much how like intense the sport is, and then how like how dangerous it can be. So I think they actually portrayed that fairly well because in the first three, three chapters, you see like bleeding, you see like ribs being broken, you see all of it, and that is all very realistic. Because in Muay Thai, you don't you don't get any covering, you get nothing. You just you just fight, and with your gloves and like it's a, it's it's a lot. <laughs> it's hard. And so um, that's something to kind of keep note of. And I think that was really cool that they portrayed that fairly accurately, at least in my opinion. So, Yeah, Muay Thai is really cool. I, um, I like the kicking they do on, on, on the sandbag. I think uh, I remember someone showing me that back when I went to a Muay Thai little practice uh, when I was at uni. That was cool. Oh my god, just... it's, like, it's, like that's, it's like that someone is your co-host who made you do it with me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, we did it. We did it. No, I was thinking of someone before yes. you because someone before you and was like, hey, come to, to the MMA. And then and then it was you. And then we did kicks. But yes, yeah, so it was also the Kyo. <laughs> wow. I was, no, I, I was, I was another time. I swear. I swear I didn't forget. <laughs> I literally brought you. I made you get gloves and everything. I had those gloves already. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I just, you know, I incentivize you. I taught you how to kick. You but did okay. help a lot. You helped a lot because I didn't know what the hell I was doing because I was hurting myself. Yeah, that, you, you can't do that. Yeah, you want to injure yourself. But yeah, the, the kicks are good. They were, again, like a lot of the stuff they did was really accurate. And I thought it was really sick, especially coming from like that kind of background, like like throughout my life and currently. It's really cool to see that kind of portrayal in um, in the manga. And I always love seeing stuff like that. Um, so it's, yeah, like, it's, you... like, it's like why I love Slam Dunk so much, I think. It's because like. Dunk's cool. I, I know I'm comparing it a lot to Slam Dunk, but I feel like the vibes are very similar. They're very oh. similar. I mean, another vibe that's very similar is that you don't follow the winning team, quote-unquote. <laughs> you do not, yes. I I enjoy that because I think in sports, like, you're not always going to win. Like, even if you're the most gifted player on, like, the Null Universe, it's just... I mean, the best example right now is, like, the Lakers and LeBron James, right? They have... They're, like, ninth seed. They're not that good right now. Uh, but he is one of the greatest players of all time, probably one of the greatest athletes of all time. So it's like, no matter how gifted you are, I mean, you're not always going to win, and that's just reality. So I like how they portrayed that. That's what makes it fun. I also like... I mean, another aspect of the show that really touches is just how sports can help you in general grow as a person, but also help you deal with your trauma. <laughs> Which is, I mean, it doesn't necessarily just have to be sports. It could also be like any hobbies in general. But and if you also really like not following up your typical go lucky protagonist, which you know you can always make great analysis or like great um reflection of the kind of character you want to write. I mean, look at Gone from Hunter Hunter, right? I think Yuzuko and Gone share a lot of similar aspects in that at first value they seem to be you know a very traditional go happy character that they can do nothing wrong, right? Pure of heart. But then you start looking into like what 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 was what what does it mean to be pure of heart? Is it pure of pure of um good or, or rather just pure of something right not necessarily and then the actions themselves determine like is it good is it bad because natsu natsu is one of the only persons in this series that acknowledges that yuzuko the kind of person and the kind of um player that she is is actually very dangerous 
because she is able to completely go into a ring and destroy the opponent without a second thought. And her love for the sport is unquestionably and unparalleled to anyone. I mean, like, even Yuzuko's quote-unquote adopted sister, Ringi, the first time when it goes into the flashback, Ringi mentions, this. she scares me, so I started beating the shit out of her to make her stop. <laughs> Which actually got Mario, the um, the adopted father, right, and the professional MMA um, athlete, uh, really interested in Yuzuko. He saw that there was a potential in Yuzuko that isn't seen in a majority of the of the actual sports or the actual athletes that exist out there. And that's exactly the same thing that Natsuo saw within Yuzuko. And I just love that whole dichotomy that even if we're following a character, like the protagonist, right, the, um, the pause that isn't necessarily... A person you'd want to see but their mentality and the way that they approach things is really interesting and seeing them get excited for something knowing that throughout their entire life they haven't been excited for a sport in general is really is is amazing because you just love seeing someone get so happy about something and for her she finally she finally hits that point against when she ends up you know getting to fight musical and the um and the tournament they ended up going, right, the, the the big one for this manga, it was just a stepping stone for Yuzuko to enter an even bigger tournament. But this is the only one we follow because the manga ended up, like, finishing after this. Uh, I'm not too sure. I think it might have just finished because the author just couldn't keep up with the um, scheduling dates. I know he had a lot of hiatus in between the fights, which made the entire 33 chapter or the 30-something chapter process take about five or plus years which is pretty it was like seven years i think it went from 2008 to 2015 yeah that's a long time for only like 30 something chapters i mean i find i like the pacing i think it's it's slow right i I, and during the time i was actually looking for something a bit slower i don't think keo isn't a huge fan of like the pacing itself Uh, yeah i'll get to that in a minute (laughs) i I can get to that later but like what i want to say if you don't if you want to find characters that are not 100 percent all right in the head and you can actually see the kind of perception that they have of the entire of like you know their reality. This is a great this is a great manga to see into that because I feel that Natsu, in general, from some of the comments that they make, right, the one about I hate people that have it all, even though it sounds contradictory, or another one that's I think even the final the final the final actual page right of the um, entire manga series, and the one that um and the the one that finishes and closes it up is the um I actually I saw, I saved the screenshot about this. The narrator goes like, "All the people who find satisfaction—oh, this is actually her. Uh, so all the people who find satisfaction in their lives, I'll make—I'll make them pay." <laughs> it's just like, what kind of person gets enjoyment out of finding and breaking other people who find satisfaction in life because they themselves are not satisfied with life? So now their now their meaning in life is to find a way to break that. <laughs> like that's something else. That's like, if that's your thing, great. I would love to see it, right? Uh, and continue on. Uh, I guess something else that I really enjoyed. I liked her. I liked how she made friends, like with the people and the other boxers. I thought that was really cute. I think, um, I think they, the people that she ended up making friends with at, at her boxing club after the entire tournament, right? It went like a week or a week and a half that she didn't appear, and they thought, okay, I guess she just quit. I mean, which is fair, right? It's uh, something else that they all like noticed because of her personality. They thought if she can't necessarily win, she might just not even come anymore. Like, why even bother, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but fortunately, at the end of the uh, at, like one of the few last panels, is like she just comes up and she says "sup," and they respond like, "All right, I guess she's here." <laughs> I guess I thought that was really funny because she just came back and she's like, "Why weren't you here?" She's like, "I was just resting, man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that part was good. I like that too. Um, 
<laughs> I found yeah, I found some of the funny series great in here. I mean, another some a couple of other characters that we're not even talking about is her brother, which she has a really awkward relationship with that one. I thought that one was pretty. Who's also abusive. Abusive. He's not a good guy, but he's not a good person. Yeah, not a good person. But it it's understandable that she might idolize her brother to the po- to the point that she even. She ends up making trouble just for her brother in a weird way. She does something for him that no one else understands. And that uh, her childhood friend also, because she... Well, she ends up doing it. She ends up going to the boxing club or the karate club. And she beats everyone there when the captain is gone. And it's really disrespectful to do that. Well, it's just... I mean, like, a random person came into your club, challenged everyone, beat them, and then left. And they're like, what, 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 what the hell just happened? And then the captain wasn't there, and the captain is one of her childhood friend, and she's like, well, why did you do that? Also, why did you do that when I wasn't there? <laughs> and pretty much, she's just, try- she's just trying to rile her up, and the reason is never actually explained to Sanai. Uh, we later learned that the reason for that was because she was kind of doing that just to get back for what she ended up doing to her brother, which wasn't even a bad thing. All she did was beat him in a match. <laughs> and which led to his awful downfall to being an insult and like a shut-in and just really abusive to her. Which is really interesting because she's like six six one something like that, but he's like he didn't end up growing too tall. I think he's like five six or something. He's very insecure about it, which is ridiculous. But whatever, he really shouldn't be doing that to his family member. But point is, um, all, there's a bunch of different actions or done things done from the characters that we later on end up understanding why that happened. And I I I, I like when things happen like that. And I guess this can segue more into why Nikhil probably doesn't like the pacing. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I, so I agree with a lot of your points, right? I think the characters are really well-developed. I think, um, given, given the fact that we were only given 33 chapters, I mean, yeah, it took a long time, but the fact that we were given 33 chapters with this is like kind of impressive that we were able to flush out the characters so well. And that part definitely had me impressed uh, for the most part, so I really enjoyed that aspect of it. I will say, though, um, one of the things I didn't like, and like this was, this was, it's a small, it's small, but it's also kind of frustrating. It's like the sudden shifts or just like, yeah, the sudden, sudden shifts in um, just the way, like what's going on. Cause like at points they were it just like, it just went from like one thing to the next to the next. And it was like sudden scene sh- uh, changes as we were just like th- throwing a bunch of new information, which was. A little much for me sometimes i just got a little annoyed by that and obviously that that's kind of small but i really do wish that they there was a little more segue between scenes and moments i think that would have been made it a lot more uh better in that in that regard but i will say though that the uh the, i think the manga overall did a really good job in terms of just like character development and character growth i think we saw a lot of that throughout the entire manga so i'm not i'm not pressed i'm not really that pressed about it but it's just something that to note that i had a little bit of a problem with so but that obviously should not detract you from reading this manga it's yeah i i don't i think i think it's just like a me problem <laughs> more than like a more than like a blanket statement of like oh this manga is like this in general like that's not true i mean something else that might add to this is that and looking back into it, I don't even have a general idea of how long this entire series was, right? I, it was like six months, effectively. Like that might have yeah, been, it's it not that it's not been, that long. It could have also been three months. I mean, like it's weird when it comes to stories like this, right? Because most of the quote unquote set pieces for the actual story are very condensed into specific like events, right? 
mm-hmm. which is obvious because some of the time like they're just training. <laughs> Natsu is just out there trying to see how how fast she can reach Yuzuko's um, level or see if she can even catch up to Yuzuko for their um their fight. And a lot of people don't even think she can do it, right? One because she's completely new, but she's also out there saying, "I can do this." I mean, like I don't even know if she is out there trying to say I can do this. All I know is that she just wants to destroy Yuzuko <laughs> and anything that helps her do that throughout the entire process is just you know part of part of the um part of the process there's no other way of saying it but it's different right because with lots of sports uh anime manga whatever stories um they do take a couple years i mean what is the most recent uh documentary from uh, netflix that popped up a while back on on basketball was it oh oh that was uh, the michael jordan one yeah how long does that take did it cover their entire the entire um legacy? It, yeah, it, c- it covered almost all of Jordan's Jordan's legacy pretty much. It, it focused on the ninety six ninety seven series, but it started at the beginning, um, and it went through Jordan's entire just just everything. <laughs> nice. See. Yeah. Sick. It was quite. Downs also pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was that was, was quite good. I would yeah. highly recommend it. I'm a huge basketball nut, though, so, like, I obviously loved it, but, you know. Hey, I think basketball in general is a really cool sport. I mean, I just see it, and it's just really energetic. And it's, it's, an, it's, okay, so a great sport in general, right, it's something that's easy to pick up, right? It's the barrier of entry is really low, but the skill seating is massively high. Like, that's, for me, in my opinion, a really good identifier, signifier of an amazing sport. So basketball, even soccer, I feel like those two are, probably the ones that come up to mind because then you have the exact opposite of spectrum where you can't get into a sport because you got to pay too much money like <laughs> what's the one where, like horse jacking or something like that like you gotta have a horse you gotta own a horse <laughs> you gotta own a horse <laughs> yeah it's like and it, for that it's like already not even it's like ah yeah. not interested in that but basketball soccer stuff like that right the ones you can probably play when you're a kid and you're with just a simple ball and the you know cement or the actual terrain, varies. yeah, those I feel are phenomenal. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. just without a doubt up there in my opinion. No, yeah, uh, I think just in turn like that's why I think this like just kind of going like wrap like wrapping it up in like the the present style situation here. Uh, I think that's what this manga does a really good job of kind of portraying. Like MMA in general has a very high barrier to entry in terms of like. It might not cost much, like money-wise, but it costs a lot physically, and like mentally, and it's evident within this manga, which I really enjoyed seeing, and it's also like a very interesting sport to watch, um, or participate in as well, just because it's very physically demanding, and it's very it's very different than I think what your atypical like basketball, soccer, like football kind of sports are, so. I enjoyed it for in that aspect as well, and so I would highly recommend if uh, if you guys are interested in getting into MMA or basketball or anything, definitely uh, tweet at us on Twitter where we will respond to everything, or feel free to email us as well or anything uh, with any suggestions or recommendations or just questions about like the sports and stuff because. Um, Speaking from personal experience, I'm very well-versed in basketball, like extremely well-versed to the point where I am quite literally addicted. And um, I'm also uh, very entrenched in MMA and like in terms of like, Muay Thai and kind of techniques and stuff like that. So 
definitely would love to kind of talk to people about that if you guys are interested. But I think like my overall perspective of the manga and I think sports anime in general, because that's where I think we're kind of segueing to at this point, is like a really good sports anime has a low barrier to entry, but has a really high like like it'll 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 keep you in. They're, they're getting the like consumer to like consume the content, but then having them stay and keep consuming the content oh, throughout yeah. the entirety of the series, manga, whatever it may be. So I really enjoy that aspect of this, and I think it was a I think it was a really brilliant thing that they did. I think within this series too, it was, it was like touched up upon, and this is actually something that was focused more so on the adults, right? The mm-hmm. fact that female MMA. Um, a sport can live and die by the revenue that they end up getting, right? Um, so if a sport gets a lot of revenue, there's a lot of advertisement, or even it exists in the general conscious of people. But female MMA is not a sport that you can end up going into and make a living off it at, at, at all. Uh, it's very similar to something like mountain climbing, for example, um, where you, you go into that and you're like, yeah, this is a huge sink of money. I, I probably can't make a living out of this. And there was actually a recent... Um, there is a movie on that's available on Netflix, I believe. It's um, the Land of the Gods or something or Mountain Mountain. Let me let me look it up very very quick. Film. It's based off of a uh, oh, the Summit of the Gods. It's based off of manga, so it's got some of that. It's uh actually made from a French uh, French studio. But yeah, I I, I mention it only because I just just something like. MMA, right? It's not something you can go into become a professional athlete and expect to make any money out of it. But that might apply to you know a lot of sports. But the but the only difference is that even in the exact like and like the outlier for something like mountain climbing or something like um, an MMA is not is nowhere nearly as high as something like a soccer player's revenue or a basketball player's revenue by uh, like a huge margin by a complete log logarithmic scale, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So that's something else, right? But I think that's everything we haven't touched. Uh, the other one that we're, I I kind of want to mention on another one that another sports uh, kind of related story is um it's actually a webtoon that called The Boxer. Um, and similar to oh oh my god I oh my god I'm really glad you mentioned that because I actually have that on my to read list on on uh on the webtoon uh website, which is really funny. Uh, I was gonna read the first episode, and I I or I was gonna watch the first uh, or read the first arc or first chapter. I have not gone around to it, but I am going to, and I promise I will. Yeah, that one's insane. And once you realize what the author ended up actually doing, or like who we're following exactly, and the author's vision, it's 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 it sent chills down my spine, bro. It's like this is this is this is the entire vision. Oh my god, I see it now. I see what you were doing. This yeah, is, literally. I mean, it's not too difficult to realize what's going on, but at the big in the first like arc, you get a ah, uh, you read it, you're you're figure it out. It's not, it's it's pretty much, it's not genius. It's just really great how it's done. It's and how it's executed. Yeah. With that in mind, um, I think we're gonna be closing it off. Well, uh, that is our sports. Uh, one for a moment. It's not, it's not too technical, right? We just kind of just wanted to get something out there so we can say, hey, we've done sports genre. I, I, I actually really wanted to touch on it. It was it was something that I've been thinking about for some time because I've been talking to people about like Haikyuu and stuff like that. And I realized how popular like sports anime were. 
But it was just, in, it's incredible to me how so many people haven't heard of stuff like Slam Dunk or like, because um, it's usually they just know Haikyuu, right? Um, which is the big one. And, but like people don't know about like other ones that don't necessarily like constitute winning all the time. What's and, the, um, the box, the other boxing one? Hajime no Ippo. Yeah. Oh, Hajime no Ippo. Yeah. I love that show. I That's love really that show. Hajime no Ippo is really good. Um, but yeah, um, I just really wanted to touch upon that. I actually recently finished up Hajime no Ippo, like I think last October. I think it was like September, maybe? It, was, uh, it wasn't recent, it was like seven months ago. But it was, um, it was a good show, I really liked it. So yeah, I'm glad, I got a, I'm glad we got to talk about this. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of kind of stuff coming up, not really too much, <laughs> to be completely honest. Um, just TBD for what's up next. Uh, in terms of that, um, in terms of what I've been watching, let's see. Uh, I think we can segue into this now. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not watching anything like crazy. I recently finished up K on, which was really good. Uh, I really liked it. It was, it was one of those shows that it was the last Kyoani show I think, other than Free, that I needed to watch. And now I can almost say I've watched all the Kyoani anime except two, which is kind of crazy. So. Definitely was cool to be able to do that. So I finished up K-On. That was amazing. And then I also recently watched, finished Charlotte. Finally finished Charlotte. Charlotte was good. I enjoyed it. Um, it was worth the watch. I mean, it was just, if My Hero Academia was like way darker <laughs> and more realistic, what would it be? And that was Charlotte. Uh, so I'd recommend it if you're interested in that kind of stuff. It's very, it's very philosophical, surprisingly. Like very philosophical. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I liked it for what it was, and I thought it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I haven't been really consuming that much anime as of late. I mean, I'm watching the the seasonal stuff in Demon Slayer. The new episode was pretty good in terms of animation. Um, again, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that the story is all that special. But I, I think the animation is really good. So it was, it was a good episode, and then. Uh, I've been seeing AOT has been going kind of going crazy. Bro, so AOT memes are so good, dude. Yeah, they, they always when AOT comes out, the memes are always like top tier. And so, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm excited for anime onlys who are uh, watching the show for the first time because I have like two friends that are watching right now and they like update me about it like after every episode. And I'm like, bro, just wait, just wait, like chill, just wait. And now it finally got to the just wait part, so. It should be interesting. If you want to know our thoughts on the ending and stuff, check out our, our older episode. We did an episode on the manga ending. Pretty sure the anime is going to follow suit. Um, if it's different in any way, we'll probably talk about it at some point. But if you're curious to know our thoughts about AOT as a whole, feel free to check out, check out that episode. It should be up on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube. You know the likes. It's probably up everywhere. So definitely check that out. I also... Kind of, kind of a PSA. Uh, I know, Francisco, we talked about this. I recently visited Kinokuniya, and uh, Kinokuniya is a and uh, is a Japanese bookstore that that carries like some of the best, like all the like the good manga, all of that. And I was able to pick up the first volume of Record of Ragnarok, which came out in this last month. So I would recommend getting it because uh, it came out recently for those who are interested or who want to read it. Um, it's cool that they're finally releasing physical copies of it so i went ahead and picked up the first volume i'm going to be collecting the volumes as they come out so i mean if anyone's interested i'd recommend um going and picking that up 
as soon as you can. Same. I actually, yeah, I, I got mine delivered, so I didn't, unfortunately, couldn't go to, a, you know, my own local store, but it, it was good. Uh, actually, today I got another volume release because it actually just got released today from um, Call of the Night, which is an anime. Uh, it's getting an anime adaptation, so people might actually hear more about it um, during the summertime. Uh, and maybe it gets huge, and maybe if you're listening to this or and even know about the manga, you're like really excited. It's a vampire one. It's exciting. But I, similar to Nikhil, I'm also starting my own collection. I almost finished all of Hell's Paradise. I need volume six, but it's mm-hmm. out of stock. And it's $30 for resale, and I am not buying that. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting, I guess. I'm I, still I guess. trying to find Nana. I'm still Nana? trying to find Nana. Oh, my God. I just bought this. I just bought the Blu-ray. The, the Blu-ray came out recently. Like the steel cover thing from Right Stuff Anime. I, I just, I just got that. It was like a hundred and something dollars, but not the manga, which is unfortunate. Wait, you actually bought the blue steel cover? Yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's crazy. That's like a hundred and something dollars, right? It's like a hundred and fifty. Uh, well, yeah, it's a lot, but I mean, what else? It was. <laughs> I mean, I probably should. It doesn't matter. I have it, <laughs> or like it's coming in the mail. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, so a show that I'm really excited for, um, and you know, Nikio mentioned some of the ones that are currently airing, right? Uh, another one that's really huge, right? That's making waves. It's um, Dress Up Darling. Well, I haven't stuff. seen it, but I have been seeing that. It's been so popular. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a good source material. It's pretty genuine, especially mm-hmm. with the two pro tags. They're really cute, and they make a great couple. Yeah, complement each other very well. But another series that I really like, if you want to watch something that's ridiculous and exceptionally unique, it's um, Rust Eater Bisco, which it just throws you into the thick of it in the first three episodes. It's just an entire Durara feel that the entire city is alive because currently they're trying to find a criminal that is infiltrated. And then slowly but surely you realize who the players are and like why this person infiltrated and what they think the reason he's here for. They think that he's here for a terrorist attack to attack like the government governor or something. No. No, he's just passing by. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just coincidentally, people just keep chasing him. Point is, that's a really, that's a really cool one. It's, uh, it's really fun. Um, outside of that, on Amazon Prime, um, Vox Machina, which is a campaign from Critical Role, got an adaptation, an, an animated adaptation series. So me and my sister are watching that every Friday, I believe, is when the next three episodes get dropped. So that's really cool. It's fun. Um, you might have heard about it, Nikhil. You might have not. It's not. It's fun. I enjoy it. It's a good, good watch for me and my sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at it. Send it, to, send it over to me, and I'll, I'll, I'll take a look. Cool. But outside of that, um, nothing much. We might, and this is me throwing out an idea, maybe we can do a season recap on this season, the one that's currently airing. Because something else that we're probably, I want to touch up is um, Ranking of King. Is that, is that what it is? Ranking of Kings. Okay. So I have a friend who hates it. I love it. But I love it for very specific reasons. And so I would love to talk about that show. That is uh, that is something I'm watching currently, actually. Oh, my God. I can't believe I completely forgot about it. Um, Yeah, I'm currently watching Ranking of Kings. I think it's really freaking good. The animation style is so, so, so different. Um, if any of you guys have watched a show called Regular Show... It very much reminds me of that kind of animation style, which is kind of cool. Um, but I think you guys, I think if you guys have watched regular show at all to any capacity, I think you guys would like it. Regardless, great show, and I really want to talk about it. Yeah, 
Sure. Uh, something else that's really that I we should definitely mention. It's from Studio Wit, and this, I think without a doubt we have to. I respect the I respect Studios Wit commitment to anime originals. That is a studio mm-hmm. that is double, triple downing on refusing to adapt really popular like titles from something like Shonen Jump, which is the exact opposite. Like Studio Mappa, for example, is getting all of these well-known IPs, right? The IPs that are known to already have a fan base and to bring in revenue. But Wit is doing something so brave and pretty much something that every animator or every anyone who's like interested in like writing a story wants to do, right? Tell their own original story. And mm. I respect it. I respect it a lot. Like they're they're on it. They really are. And um yeah, it's a really good show. I mean, it's continuing to air. Uh, it should wrap up here in about a month or so. Um, it's really good, man. I really like it. And I really want to talk about it. So maybe we'll do that soon. Yeah, maybe. All right. With that in mind, I think uh, I guess we can close off, Nikhil. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's pretty much all we got. So, yeah, feel free to follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music. You guys know the deal. Also, follow us on Twitter. We've been blowing up a little bit recently. Our most recent tweet got like like 100 views or something. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. <laughs> you know, we got retweeted by like a bunch of people. You know, you know, we're kind of blowing up a little bit. But um, real talk, I mean, it w- we would really appreciate it if you guys would follow us on Twitter and social media platforms. Um, feel free to reach out to us. I know we keep saying this, but we really do mean it from the bottom of our hearts. Like we, we appreciate every, any and all criticisms questions comments or concerns that come our way and we'll take that to heart and improve our show for you guys because at the end of the day yes we like doing what we're doing but we're also doing this for you guys and um we want to make sure that our content is the best it can be and so you guys are happy and we're happy with that too and we'd love to talk about like anything and everything so i'm i i if, if you guys want to even tweet at me about like basketball or the nba like Trust me, I consume basketball content on average like two to three hours a day. So you can talk to me about anything basketball related and I will like pop off. So like, don't even worry about that. Basketball, anime, life, whatever it may be, just hit us up. Like, we'd love to talk to you about it. So yeah, we're, we're, we're on Twitter. Uh, you can find our Twitter on uh, our YouTube links uh, in our description. We should have a copy of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's about it for, for now. Uh, yeah. Take care, guys. Uh, enjoy. For those in the Midwest, hopefully uh, hopefully the snow is kind of dying down in America. Um, for those with nicer weather, hope you're going you're out and enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, with that being said, that's all I got. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye.